bits. Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. <laughs> it's early break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You know, I found a stat the other day that I should have known, but uh, it, it just always pops up to me that Nebraska following a win is 4-11 and 11 in the Scott Frost era. I need to stop. Say that one again. Nebraska following a win in the Scott Frost era is 4-11 and 11 the next game. Well, I'm going to – you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reverse this little thing we do, and I'm, I'm going to do what you would do. Well, of course he's 4-11. and 11. He's 15-30 and 30 <laughs> overall. Uh. <laughs> How about that, Jake? Yeah, I, like <laughs> I turned the tables well on done. <laughs> Well done. We are joined now by Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. Uh, Nebraska's a 22-point favorite against Georgia Southern. And, and, again, I just laid the stat out. Nebraska's 4-11 and 11 following a win in the Scott Frost era. Georgia Southern, uh, they have a pretty good offense. I mean, how concerned are you in this game about this being maybe tighter than fans want it to be on Saturday? Well, first. First of all, sip. Get Jake an americano. Get him, get him loosened up a little bit. This <laughs> he needs. A, he doesn't drink americanos, but he does drink coffee, Sean. <laughs> but yeah, Georgia Southern. I mean, just the matchup of Clay Helton um, versus Eric Chenander. I mean, get your attention because Clay Helton is a very good offensive coach um, who, who you know, he got the USC head coach job and was there a lot longer, I think, than people expected him to hold on to that position and won a Rose Bowl. Um, he's an air raid guy, and um, you know you, you have to think he's going to have a pretty good plan to get Nebraska crossed up, uh, find matchups, um, and, and we saw Northwestern do that in, in Week One or Week Zero, where they kind of got Nebraska safeties crossed up a few times, and they found matchups with those linebackers in space and, and, and got plays. So you have to expect he's going to have a really sound game plan to attack some of the weak issues on Nebraska's defense right now. Find matchups, and you just I think you just probably identified the one, safeties and linebackers, right? Is that, what we're, that, yeah, is that you, the, the you ongoing discussion? Space and, and cross them up over the middle and play fake them, but we know they're not going to run it a ton. Um, you know, that, that's, but they, they will run it some. But So this will be a different kind of game. I don't know if Nebraska will have a game on their schedule like this the rest of the way. Uh, because they're going to head into conference play where we know everybody in the league is much more physical and it's going to run the ball. So this will be a lot different than any game they'll play all year. Anthony Grant is a big topic here, Sean. Anthony Grant in two games, 42 attempts, 290 yards. That's 6.9 per carry. Four touchdowns through two games. Good numbers. You know, you covered this team all spring throughout the summer throughout camp did you expect what did you expect this from anthony grant i i felt like he had a good chance to win the job when he got here mm-hmm. uh, just because nobody had ever really fully taken the job before we gave everyone's coming off injury ramir johnson really couldn't stay healthy had some moments so i felt like it was set up for him when he got here because let's face it look at the history the last three years have been the least productive running back years at Nebraska in modern-day program history. It's the first time they haven't had 
one thousand yard a thousand yard rusher three years in a row. You know, I think you got to go way back, but you know when they weren't playing eleven, twelve games a year mm-hmm. um, to find those type of numbers. And I get it, the COVID year hardly yeah. anyone had a thousand yard rusher, so they play less games. But it's still it's pretty eye opening the lack of production they've gotten from that position. So he he and then you know you look at what he did in New Mexico military. He was the national JUCO player of the year with a ton of production. So he he was coming in with an opportunity and played at Florida State before that, so you knew he had a good feel for the level of play and got his opportunity. And, you know, you just don't see this happen very often where a guy that, you know, was very lightly recruited. Anthony Grant, no one wanted him but Nebraska, Jordan, like Texas State. Really? Really? Come in and and do what he's done already. Why is that, by the way? What the hell? Juco, so the transfer portal has just killed Juco guys. Oh. Because – Coaches now put their focus and attention on the portal guys. Oh. You know, you, you go back and look at DeAndre Jackson. That's who they were going to take um, because he played at Texas A&M, but only, he only had like eight or ten carries or something ridiculous over his whole career. Um, and, you know, he was going to get the spot. Then he was academically eligible when he showed up, and they sent him. They said, we can't take you. And then that's when Anthony Grant was on the same visit. He was essentially the backup prom date and, and got the call. Join me, Sean Callahan. Sean, the guy right behind Anthony Grant right now is A.J. Allen, a true freshman. Not Gabe Irvin, not Ramir Johnson, but A.J. Allen. I mean, I, at this point, how, how surprised are you that that's the number two guy, a true freshman behind Grant? Well, you watch the film. Um, he was one of the best, if not the best, recruits they signed out of high school last year, of the high school group of kids. And, you know, Sip and I, and, and you'll hear this um, on the ticket Saturday as well at 8 a.m. on the Husker Online show. That's a plug, by the way, Jake Sorensen. Way to go. Um, A.J. AJ Allen. Um, you know right away with we we talked about this with running backs. You typically have it. You can't coach it, but you either have it or you don't. And AJ Allen already has it. Now they can coach him from there. And we've seen it on the field with him, the way he moves and flows with the football in his hands. And and that's what's been missing with the running back position. That one cut move, just that feel of the game that you just can't necessarily. Um, coach a guy because there's just some moves that have to be natural and both Allen and Grant appear to have that right now uh Sean defensively they were it looked like they were confused at times before the snap against North Dakota uh once again gave up a a, a bust big play 63 yard run is is are these sorts of matter surprising to you in year five of Eric Chenander? Well, they lost a lot. And I think we take that for granted sometimes, you know, when you think about the players that are no longer on the field that had been there a long time, um, just Smuke and Deontay Williams and yeah. Jojo and Ben Stilley. Yeah. And, um, Ka- and, and that corner, um, Cam Taylor, Taylor Britt, yeah. Damian Daniels. I mean, those guys were like all 24, 23 years old and they all are gone. And so there's a lot of new faces out there, a lot of guys that hadn't been in that position. So I think the communication on the field, you know, is coming coming around, but it's not there yet. But also just the, the calls and, and, and the checks from the box don't seem to be coming in at a, at a good speed. And Shenander has said that before, and that's on him. Um, and, you know, they, they've got to get that figured out. Oh, I mean, God, yes. Use the word. They've been out-personnelled by North Dakota at times, and, that kind of makes you cringe when you said North Dakota's out personnelling us right now. 
you know, they've got to kind of get some of that stuff figured out. How do you like Nebraska's chances right now? Again, built for a Big Ten. Big Ten. How do you like their chances in defending an air raid offense, Sean, this weekend? They got good corners, uh, but the tackling's got to be there, and they got to tackle on the base. I mean, yeah, that's it. They're, they're three touchdown favored, so they should win. I, I think the team is going to be really rested and ready to go this week too. Um, you know, they they need this at home at night. Yeah, should be a good atmosphere. It sets up. I mean, they just got to get the two and one, and you know, be ready for Oklahoma. I mean, they can change their season again next week if they really take care of business here on Saturday. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. And enjoy, yeah, 8, 8 to 9 a.m. this weekend, Husker Online podcast, a podcast show with Sean, job, Sean and Sip and everybody else. And Rob. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thank thanks, you. Sean. Sean and, Callahan, HuskerOnline.com. And Abby. Uh, yeah, that, this game feels scary to me because of the air raid. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm concerned. And if you're not concerned, of course you're concerned. Well, you should be. everyone, sh- I just laid out the fact that Nebraska's four and eleven after a win in the Scott Frost era. Yeah, well, he's fifteen and thirty. Of course he is. It's pretty good, wasn't it? It's pretty good. You really caught on after all these years. You've really, you've really caught on. Uh, but yeah, again, you don't face an air raid in this in this conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ohio State no, can don't. air raid. You, you know don't. What I mean, but they run the ball no, too. You're right. You're right. This, hey, on a good note, on a good note, and we'll talk more about this at seven, so I won't blow it. But this gets you ready for Oklahoma because Oklahoma's running tempo. That's scary. They're running fast. Yeah, how will you handle the tempo the first time you see it? Mm. This this is a, I think this will be a good tune-up for Oklahoma. Now, Georgia Southern doesn't have an Eric Gray at running back. I don't think. <laughs> Maybe they do, but I don't think they would. Eric Gray, remember, is a Tennessee transfer. He had a good first game against UTEP for Oklahoma. But that mm, – I think this is a good this is a good precursor to Oklahoma. Well, and your question is going to be now, you know, we saw a little bit last week for the first time, but you got to get home with your pass rushers now. Well, I don't know about that. Here, or, or, no, or no, they, no. Or they draw back discussion. in coverage here. No, here's the deal. Kyle Van Treese, you, yep, you we, recognize we, that name? He played for Buffalo last year in Nebraska's win here in Lincoln. And now he's this in six now he's a Southern Georgia Southern quarterback. In six hundred and fifty some career passing attempts, he's only been sacked ten times. How about that? That's yeah. a good stat right there. Yeah, he's only been sacked ten times. Six hundred and fifty plus career passing attempts. Only been sacked ten times. But would you agree? It's important to at least get pressure. Yes, on him? of course it's important. Now he, there'll, there'll be a lot of he'll, he'll get him he, rattled. He'll get out. He'll get the ball out quick. I think it's more important to tackle in space in this game. Um, you better not miss on guys in the open field too often, or those fast Georgia Southern guys are going to be uh-huh. running for a while. Uh-huh. And then. Like Eric said, Chenander said yesterday, you don't want this to turn into a track meet. If they're ahead on the sticks, it turns into a track meet. You don't want to be in a track meet. Now, on the other side of it, don't you think this is a game where if you're Nebraska, keep the ball away from them. Load up on that big running back. He's not that big, but load up on that good running back you have, Anthony Grant. Use that run, run, pound it at him. Chew up the clock. Keep the air raid sirens from blowing. Did you create sirens? I didn't by the create way? the sirens. Should I play the ship horns? No, again? do not play the ship horns because those are not air raid sirens. God, when you went to the board... You- <laughs>
I had to do it. I had to do it again. That's not the air raid. <laughs> That's a version. ship coming into port. I know. That's it makes not... me laugh every time I play it, though. Yeah. Maybe somebody could say that's an error. No, that's a ship. No, that's it's not air raid. Well, you're the one who played it. I am being surly over here on that one. Because I can't. All right, yeah, Georgia Southern is, um, boy, it helps to have that at night, though. God. I suppose. No, it does. I uh, Memorial Stadium's different at night. You would, just you would have, agree. I just have visions of Ball State 07. Oh, God. What happened that game? Nebraska barely won. Was 41 it 41 to 40? To 40? Oh, God. Yep. This team can't be as good as that Ball State team can. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. That was that was a good Ball State team. That was Brady Hoke, by the way, coaching that team. You remember the quarterback? Nate Love. God, you're amazing. Good job. When we come back, mailbag and song of the day next on Early Break in the Ticket. Ticket.